1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Parts Unknown podcast, it's our special Wrestlemania preview because it's Wrestlemania week, it never used to be a week but it is now, it never ends I'm Mean Green Ben Green, producer Ben from the Football Weekly podcast, joined by John Ashdown, as always. Hello, John. Hey Ben. We're also joined, making this a three-way dance, by John, Jim, Ross, Warby. Jim Ross. I don't know what you want to call me because you can
2: call me John Ross, but then that might might be confusing with the other John. You can call me Jr., but that might be confusing with the other Jr. So <laughs> I'm going to need a new a new stage name. I think.
1: Just call you the One Two Three Kid.
2: All right, that will work.
1: <laughs> Listen, before we get stuck into this absolutely mammoth WrestleMania 33 lineup, let's break the ice a little bit. What's your favourite WrestleMania match of all time? John Ashdown.
3: Absolutely, certainly the warrior macho uh,
1: career versus career match on from WrestleMania 7. And you promise that you haven't seen my notes here because that is at the top of my list as well. Yeah. That's an absolutely epic the, match.
3: The best kind
1: of story arc told within a match that I think they've ever done. It's true. Uh, warrior wore a spectacular outfit as well. Just his normal
3: ring attire, but on the back of his much Trunks. more than this it says it's a picture of the belt and it says means much more than this cuz macho of course had cost him the belt at rumble when he smashed him over the head with a scepter in warrior's defense against sergeant slaughter
1: and everyone loves a wedding at the end of it
2: as well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The match made in heaven.
1: Elizabeth, Elizabeth, <laughs> will you marry me? Uh, John Loved Ross, after all. what's your, your favourite match favorite, of all
2: time? Uh, my favourite WrestleMania match is actually my favourite match of all time. And that's um, WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, the Iron Man match, <laughs> the Boyhood Dream and all that. Much, much misaligned because, you know, people say it's full of rest holds and and whatnot. But I think, you know, there's the storytelling, and I'm a massive HPK fan, so... That was it for me.
1: That's interesting. We've talked about that before because I'm uh, I'm much more of a spot monkey. John is a purist, a WCW NWA purist. Right. Um, <laughs> now I've never I've never gone Iron Man on the Iron Man match. I've watched it in know, fast I don't forward. Think I've ever
3: sat down and watched it watched it sort of properly. Oh, I, really? I've kind of watched bits of it. I might have done it. I might have done it once, but a long time ago. Maybe I'll have to revisit. It. Maybe always, now I was is the time. A big maybe Bret, Bret Hart fan, so it's kind of him losing is Ooh. always a bit sort of, you know, it's hard to take. Really. Yeah,
1: maybe we're mature enough now to watch it. Um, I've got another couple on my list. I've got Punk v. Undertaker at uh, WrestleMania 29, Sean V. Taker at 25, and although I did say Savage V. Warrior was the first I wrote on my list, probably my favourite WrestleMania match of all time is Bret V. Austin WrestleMania 13. Mm. Yeah doesn't end with a wedding or you know the path (laughs) to a wedding but the double turn yeah Yeah. blood some juicing um john ross you're you're ostensibly here because you wear wrestling t-shirts you're wearing one here but you wear you wear them around the office when did you start what's what's your first wrestlemania that you can remember
2: when i first started watching uh wrestling like properly sort of week to week that was sort of end of 97 i think it was just after the montreal screwjob so my first wrestlemania was 14 so i was there throughout the whole attitude era um I dropped off a little bit toward like in the sort of mid to late teens and then um I'm you know I'm back in it in full force now so so that's
1: my sort of wrestling story yeah okay I came into it just off the back of the ultimate challenge I uh didn't see that um until significantly later because it was much harder to watch things back then. Uh, but I watched SummerSlam that summer. So, so Warrior was champion. He was up against Rick Rude. Hogan was coming back from his terrible rib injury um, <laughs> against Earthquake. But WrestleMania 7 was the first show that I watched in its entirety, and it was fairly memorable. Although, having said that, I can't really remember what the uh, <laughs> <laughs> any, any matches beyond uh, Savage Warrior and Hogan versus... Um, Sergeant Slaughter at the end with the flamethrower and a bit of blood on the American flag Didn't the, the Nasties win the tag titles in that? Was that against the Hart
3: Foundation? Heart Foundation with Jimmy Hart's helmet <laughs> <laughs> hey. oy, oy. Bulldog against Warlord Jake the Snake and the model in the blindfold match
1: Anyway, that's enough about the old stuff Let's get stuck into WrestleMania 33 proper uh, It's taking place in Orlando It's called The Ultimate Thrill Ride It looks very kid-friendly It's hosted by The New Day, which I'm really not looking forward to. We've looked at Wikipedia, and uh, they've been kind enough to tell us what's on the pre-show. And the most pre-show of pre-show things is what will be kicking this off. Oh, my God, it's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the Andre the Jobber Battle Royal, as it's called on many other podcasts. (laughs) Four entrants were announced up until Raw and Smackdown this week. It's not good at all. We've got the list here. Um, would you two like to go through what we're doing? Why don't you take the blue brand, John right. Ross, and you, okay. you, take, you take the raw. <laughs> right,
2: okay. So um, we've got Mojo Rawley, uh, Apollo Cruz, Kurt uh, Hawkins, who I kind of forgot existed, uh, Breezango, we've got a lot of tag teams in this actually, Brizango. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Rhino, and Heath Slater, American Alpha, the Usos, the Ascension. We've got Lucha Jag- Dragons reunion actually because we've got Callisto and and Sin Cara there,
1: and finally the Vaudvillains, Villains, another team who I kind of forgot existed for a bit. I mean that that is everyone who who's on the pre-show all the time. John, go through the, go through well, the raw stuff don't as even well. make the
3: pre-show a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot uh, from and from the Raw brand, we've got Big Show, uh, Braun Strowman, who they've clearly just thrown in there because they. Sadly, really, because they've got nothing else for him to do, which is a bit of a shame. Um, Goldust, R-Truth, Primo and Epico, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, uh, Vaney Jinder Mahal, Sami Zayn, Mark Henry, Sin and Titus O'Neil, who won't be hugging Vince McMahon at any point.
1: So the two names that stand out there are Big Show, uh, who's won it, the, won it the first time, which was meant to be something significant, and of course he is the son of Andre the Giant. Anyway, it looks like... Braun Strowman is, is going to win this year because they've been giving him a huge push. Not big enough, though, to put him into any singles match <laughs> uh, on the card. But this really is not a good legacy for, for Andre the Giant at all. Um, I can give you an interesting fact. Uh, we saw Dolph Ziggler uh, in the lineup there. Did you know that this is his sixth WrestleMania and he has never had a singles match? Wow.
2: Oh, wow. And he's never had a WrestleMania moment, per se, but...
1: Well, perhaps this is nice. it. But he's been in all appreciate. those Money in the Bank matches, the Intercontinental ladder matches. He's been in a mixed tag team match featuring Snooky from Jersey Shore. But he has never had a singles match, and time is running out for him. You, we were saying just before yeah. we started, uh, John Ross, that you know he was he was fighting for the, the world, world championship. Absolutely. Earlier.
2: I, I just want to know in in Bland. How good is Dolph Ziggler meant to be? Because one minute he's challenging for the world title, next minute he's in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And he just seems to jump around, like, all over the cards. So. Yeah. He moves around the card like he
1: moves in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> now, unfortunately, the women's SmackDown title match uh, isn't being thrown in with this uh, Battle Royal as well. It's a six-pack challenge. Um, there are a lot of competitors. I haven't written down who they are because I don't really I, care. I, I don't have you? them, actually. Oh, okay. I have
2: them. We've got um, Alexa Bliss, obviously, uh, Mickie James... Becky Lynch, Natalia, Carmella, and returning from injury and in her hometown, it's Naomi.
1: I think it'll only be interesting, however, if Paige makes a comeback. which <laughs> I don't f- think that's happening. Seems pretty unlikely, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's been in the news, you know, capitalised on the publicity. Yeah, film <laughs> being made about her and all Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that one. Uh, I was sad to see that Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight title is on the pre-show. Yeah, you know, this will be a great so match. Bad. Fantastic in the middle of a four or five hour show just to re energise the crowd. Um, I think it's really, really wasted. I think Neville deserves much better than this. He was he was injured this time last year, of course, so he couldn't take his place in the Intercontinental ladder match. Austin Aries is coming back from his own eye injury here. Um this this will be fantastic. It will. And
2: it's it's just a shame and it it's really indicative of the way WWE sees and has seen you know, the cruiserweights, the smaller guys for, for years now, you know? They, they do put on some good matches
1: week to week, but that's what it is. Yeah, though, you know, you know. in its favour, it is at least a singles match. So mm. that'll be good. Anyway, there'll be lots of good flips and stuff in there. Um, I think the match that's going to open the show is the artist formerly known as the club, uh, Gallows and Anderson versus Enzo and Cass and Shizaro. Uh, mm. A triple threat ladder match for the Raw tag team title. This seems like the sort of thing that opens the show. Crash, boom, bang—in a big way. But it's a long way from the Nasty Boys versus the Hart <laughs> Foundation.
3: <laughs> yeah, although it's the right—I think it's the right three teams. I mean, I, I, the match itself is kind of quite, kind of appealing to me. The, what isn't so, so appealing is the the likely result with Enzo and Cass probably
2: going over. You, th- you think? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I have them as I, I have them as least likely to go oh, really? over. Okay, maybe it's just good. maybe it's just wishful thinking. But um, I'm, I'm thinking Sheamus. And I think Cesaro. Are gonna, are gonna get it back. I don't know okay. why, but well, that makes me feel better because I just
3: I've I got it in my head that you know that clearly they want Cass for a singles run at some point and mm. they'll do a crappy breakup angle with the pair it will it will mean more if they do it after after them winning their title. But it's going to be New Age Outlaws all over again, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. um, or the Rockers maybe. Yeah. Actually, that would be better if one wow. of if you know put them through a window and then. Uh, yeah where well, Cass gets sort of d- 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 done on a cast turns up in like somewhere.
1: trunks with hearts all over him and yeah <laughs> but Enzo can't be a singles competitor
3: well yeah, and then surely the split up is like the unless he goes into some transition to some sort
2: of management role in which case they could be
3: because really do
1: he, a you know his whole thing is being beaten up yeah uh, for the hot tag i mean well, that, that
2: that was road dog in the new age outlaws,' yeah. to be fair, and he won the
1: intercontinental title, so that's true the Masked man david shoemaker, best wrestling writer out there uh very good podcast host as well he he always says that Wrestlemania is not for fans like us people that care enough to do a podcast about it that will read articles by David Chewmaker this is the family friendly big happy show that you know the once the once a year fans might like so you know nothing particularly edgy is going to happen so that's why you think Enzo and Cass are going over
3: uh, I hadn't even thought about it like that but it would make sense um when you put it like that yeah but they've not had the titles at any point yet so
1: never even had the nxt tag titles either did they not no gold whatsoever okay yeah okay well there's another title match hot off the heels from that this is the hair versus hair match <laughs> dean ambrose versus baron corbin the receding <laughs> hair, receding hair, match. Versus hair <laughs> <match>. <laughs> yeah honestly i wouldn't be surprised if this went on the pre-show um john ross you've been following mm. smackdown far more than john and i have has there been much build to this
2: not, not really. Well, there's that time that that Corbyn tried to kill Ambrose with a forklift. Um, but apart from that, you'd you'd think that would that would you know sort of uh, be that would sort of lead to to a hotter feud than it is. But no, I'm, I'm, I I would have to agree with you. I'd, I can see
1: this on the pre-show. I mean, I like Baron Corbyn a lot. I like his tattoos. He's got a great height. Um, great look. You know yeah. Fantastic look. Nice trousers as well. Looks much better in trousers than uh, Ambrose does with his with his jeans and vest. Um... But yeah, I mean, Ambrose had a lousy WrestleMania match last time out against, uh, against Brock, which did yeah. have a, a really good build. And since that match with Brock, he's, he spent most of the year in the title picture. He was champion for a, you know, a good amount of time. Then he's dropped down to, uh, Intercontinental Championship holder. But, I mean, he's, Done anything distinct from it? I'm um, I'm not a not a great fan of Ambrose. The lunatic lariat is my least favorite move um, in all of wrestling.
3: Well, it could it could even be the opener if they if they if they uh, if they decide to really try and tear it up. Um, but it's just I it the, intercontinental, the intercontinental title. Has begun to depress me again because they, they did it tried a couple of years ago to make it into something. Was it two WrestleManias ago? I'm trying to think. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, Daniel yeah, Bryan they had, to had give it, all. it. up the next night. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, does. Now the Intercontinental title is going to mean something again. And then last year, do you remember who won it last year?
1: It was Zack Ryder. It was for Zach <laughs> 24 hours. Again for yeah, one night. Yeah. Exactly.
3: So it's just like, it's just like they keep, occasionally they decide to use it as something that's important. Then they go, oh no, Zack Ryder can win it and lose it a day later. It's just, and then, you know. It's kind of keeping Ambrose busy rather than being a springboard to something else. I think Col- I think Corbin will probably win. Well, he I is hope-
1: a winner of the Andre the Giant battle. Well, yeah, and hopefully that will you know it's a
3: huge push. He can huge he, thing.
1: He can you know use it to to go somewhere. Okay, but Savage Steamboat, this won't be. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. We can hope. Okay, multi woman match time again. It's Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia Jax elimination rules, fatal four way. Now WWE did their best to. <laughs> to ruin Charlotte at Fastlane. She lost on pay-per-view uh, and then Sasha did a heelish move for her best friend and wasn't at all a heel. Nia Jax was shockingly bad in that that match versus Sasha Banks. I'm not looking forward to this at all.
3: Are you not, I, Well, I have a better view of the women's division than... Not I say a better view, a more... Uh, what's the way a word?
1: Nuanced.
3: No, not nuanced. I'm not saying I've got... A, it's, it, I'm just saying I... I like it more than you do, I think, I've, and I enjoyed the sort of... Oh, I like Charlotte. Charlotte I think Charlotte
1: is impressive. fantastic. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks, um, they've had so many good matches, but they've had too many matches. It's Sasha good. versus Bailey uh, NXT was phenomenal. But again, it's, it's going to suffer because it's a, a multi-person match, and... You know, Charlotte and Sasha are head and shoulders above everyone in that division. Bailey is not a good champion, and she's being booed by this all accounts. This is a so-
2: problem. What what division? What women's division is there on Raw? It's literally those four and Emma, who's you know yet to make a, a proper return yet. So, you you've, you've you can only you can only do two one on one matches or a four on four, and you're never really gonna have anything great when you've done every single like possible combination there is a million times before. Do you think Sasha's
1: going to turn heel? I
2: think it's probably it's probably time. I think I, f- I feel like the seeds have been sown. Yeah. If- they could do, I mean it's quite it's it's easy enough to do it
3: here isn't it with um, with the elimination rules she can eliminate Bailey to you know to stab her friend in the back kind of thing.
2: The question is if Sasha turns heel then who from that division turns face because you can't have three heels and a face in, the, in a in mm. division
1: can you? Yeah. Ronda Rousey
3: how far has her star fallen
1: in the last uh, two years is it two years since she she was in the ring with rock yeah Um, all right on that bombshell we're going to go into business for ourselves take a bit of an ad break shift some merch and we'll be back in a moment (laughs) people of parts unknown we've teamed up with cornerstone to give you a spectacular offer on their shaving products just head to cornerstone.co.uk slash unknown and you'll get 10 pounds of your first order that means you can pick up a personally engraved razor and six super sharp blades for just four quid you can shave your beard to be as smooth as john cena take it to your head if you want the stone cold look or you can do a rick Flair and strap one to your finger whenever you need to juice although cornerstone do not recommend you do that Anyway, try it out and if you don't love your first Cornerstone shave, they'll give you your money back with no questions asked. Cornerstone have also got some delicious skincare products too. I'm a mark for their pre-shave scrub exfoliator. Their sensitive shave gel with ginger and eucalyptus is the best for business and for the finish there's the post-shave balm with soothing and cooling mint and honey extracts to restore your skin's natural balance and reduce irritation, brother. The brand is Cornerstone. Check them out and get £10 of your first order at cornerstone.co.uk slash unknown. That's U-N-K-N-O-W-N. Well, that's the first half of the WrestleMania card gone. Uh, It does pick up somewhat from here. Uh, Shall we do the the mixed tag match next? John Cena, Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. There's been some fantastic promo work here. No, um, it was the match that I think everyone was kind of dreading. Uh, a bit beforehand, but I think on the strength of the build, which you can't say about most of the matches on this card, uh, this should be pretty entertaining. And at least better than uh, the last time The Miz and John Cena went up against each other at WrestleMania.
3: Will it? Um, again, this is, this is to John Ross's point about, um, you know, with, with Ziggler wrestling for the world title and then dropping into the, the pre show Battle Royal. Like, wasn't Cena the champion at the start of this year? He's now in a mixed mixed tag. He was the 16-time champion at what, the start of the year. How is ha, what? Why is he just happily mugging about? Mugging about is that a phrase? He's just <laughs> you know, now he's in this com, like semi. Well, it is a comedy tag match.
2: Um, it's not. Quite, it's, it's it's a match that's essentially designed for the mainstream. It's designed for the viewers of like Total Bellas. It's designed for the entertainment websites. Um, apparently, the host of the Today Show is is sorry, spoil alert, going to be a um, special guest refereeing. So then that's going to link right. into the. What, oh, John thing. Humphreys? <laughs> um. <laughs> the other Today show. That, that's why it's there, yeah, isn't it? Because John point. Cena's the most famous name in the WWE at the moment, you know, with the most mainstream appeal, apart from The Rock, obviously. So... Do you think Cena is
1: going to pick up Maurice
2: <laughs> and give her a
3: five-knuckle <laughs> with the, shuffle? The, with the WWE, you wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise their record of sort of... Well, uh, I can see well, Miz
1: doing something to, uh, to Nikki.
3: Well, yeah, we, had,
2: we had Nikki doing the... What's her new move, her new finisher called? She did that to Tyler Breeze last week, dressed in drag. So Tyler, Tyler. Breeze was dressed in drag. So, um,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, I think it's always good when Cena's out of the title picture because he can do the job. In the title picture, so I think it just frees up a bit of space on the card. Uh, I think this will be great fun.
3: Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I've got no problem with, with Cena at all. Really, I think he's one of the one of the be- genuinely one of the best workers I've got at the moment. I mean, and matches that he's in, singles matches tend to be kind of events. Um, but yeah, I've got no interest in seeing this match at all. Really.
1: Well, I suppose you know the the talk, you know, at the start of the year was Cena versus Undertaker. <laughs> Either for retirement, for titles, for whatever, uh, to see him to see uh, Cena in this match, I suppose is quite a come down or, or disappointment in that respect. But I uh, go back to you know the promo work that they've done beforehand. It's uh, it's been deeply personal and very funny and entertaining and sort of quite close to the bone. I think there's a bit of shooting going on. <laughs> here,
2: but. Can I just say I'm really not looking forward to because you know the talk is about you know Cena proposing at the end and all that kind of stuff. Can I just say, I'm really not looking forward to that. Whether it, whether it's shoot, whether it's a work, I, whether it's a bit of both, I, I just really don't want to see. It. It's, it's not Macho Man and Elizabeth. It's no.
1: Do no. <laughs> you think uh, his brother-in-law and sister in answer for him? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or for her? Anyway, yeah, right. that's a very good point, John Ross. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Undertaker just before He's up against the Big Dog. Yeah, Undertaker up against the Big Dog, Roman Reigns, in a yard match. Yeah. What's what?
2: How how is what is a yard match? It's a massive property dispute. They get the lawyers in, right? They get solicitors, and then yeah. they they have to decide whose garden it is.
3: Yes, yeah.
1: the party wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Reigns, of course, has main evented for the last two years. They had to turn the sound down because you've been booed so much <laughs> last year. Poor Roman. Uh, that was a terrible end to the show. I know, I'm a big fan of Roman. He's had some fantastic matches over the last twelve months. I kind
3: of don't blame him for the
1: situation that he's
3: in. Oh no,
1: absolutely not. not. No, he can't help. He can't help being gorgeous and muscly and (laughs) and talented. In fact,
2: I would say I think he's done the best he could given the creative decisions
1: behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But everyone is down on Undertaker now. It's it's not good. It's not good at all. You know, he teased when he came back. uh, Was it just before Survivor Series when he was taking names, digging graves? back to his spiritual home of SmackDown, where he hadn't been for six, seven years, something like that, he kind of gave the indication that he would be working a lot more either on telly or house shows, and he hasn't done that, and that's probably because he's in no fit state, which is a real shame. You know, he's, he's had a 30-year career, whatever, but we pissed all over him, metaphorically, <laughs> um, <laughs> after Royal Rumble with his big tummy and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, this this could this could be very sad.
3: Yeah, it's it, the the thing. The kind of um, you know, mean Mark Calloway matches at Mania have been you know uh, were always an event, and uh, the streak was a thing. Um, but when it's broken, all you ha- really have is an entrance and a very old old wrestler, <laughs> um, and. Yeah, it, the the kind of magic has gone. on Surely, it might be. I wouldn't mind if they'd done a, a reverse streak where he just lost at Mania <laughs> and <laughs> was now like, will he break that streak? The underdog take <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then, like in two or three years, he could you know beat Lesnar and then then retire. Um, but yeah, it's a it, maybe. Maybe they're planning
2: there. that with James Ellsworth. You never know.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: but no one no one's really looking forward to this.
3: It's it's a tricky one to look forward to, really, isn't it? Um, you know oh, but roman will still get <laughs> roman will still get booed so that's going
2: to be the uh, well, you know what roman roman will still get booed but i think they might do the opposite and they might turn it up because i think i can roman's been building towards this heel turn of his attitude towards towards the take, taker in his um in his promos and stuff so i i think this could especially if roman beats undertaker i think this could really solidify his heel turn and i'm looking forward to that what footwear do you expect
1: roman to be wearing <laughs>
2: Well, that, the trainers thing, I've, I, is that a pay-per-view thing now? Did he just forget his boots? I don't know.
1: Well, I heard that he he wore those trainers at Fastlane against Strowman to sort of take off a bit of height from him because he and Braun are about the same height. So he's got a thinner heel on these than his army boots, whatever, that he normally wears so that Braun appeared that much taller. I thought it gave him quite a lot of swagger, um, kind Maybe of like lucky. the Usos yeah. as well. Um, you know, I thought that was quite... A good look in terms of kind of how we how we walked around i don't think that they went with his his combat trousers and his chest protector stuff which i <laughs> don't like he looks cool in a t-shirt you know he does it a vest thing yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely Should wear that not the big chest protector bollocks but um <laughs> this is your i think that has been
3: mentioned that every single uh, What's the name of this Insto- podcast? Instalment of the parts unknown. The parts unknown that, that ref- the type referred to is basically Roman Reigns' <laughs> chest that Ben is desperate to
1: see unveiled desperate in the to, I'm desperate to see the rest of his tattoo. <laughs> well, when he was in NXT, he wore trunks. Blacks. Yeah, okay. black trunks. He didn't have quite as impressive uh, tats back then, but, you know, he's a, he's a big dude. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> what footwear will he be wearing? Let's wait and see. John, I sent you a picture of uh, the new Foot Locker WWE partnership it would be cool actually if he is wearing a pair of undertaker sneakers (laughs) have you seen these john ross i
2: haven't i've heard of them i haven't seen them yet
1: okay they're just basically a pair of your basic pumas but with uh, a cartoony picture of people on the on the sole
2: right and when you're stomping on somebody in a turnbuckle then they can have like you know roman Reigns' face frosting into (laughs) it that's an excellent
1: point yeah okay uh, things uh, before, starts, no, I got, say, before got we another...
2: move on. I'm just uh, talking about Undertaker Roman match. Has anybody seen the the picture of the the stage that they're building for the WrestleMania? It is massive. Oh really? And I, I don't I, how long like Undertaker's already got insanely long entrances. I, I like how it's going to take half an hour for him to come out unless they put him on a roller coaster or something.
1: Do you think The Rock's going to come out for this oh, match um, uh, with Roman Reigns oh, for this match? Um, I don't know. but... Mm, he will the be Rob, there. Rob
2: will be there. Oh, it's in Florida. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This match, I'm not sure. He might be in his own separate thing. Who's who's not on the card? Who can he bury this year, like he did with uh, members of the White family last year? Yeah.
1: Well, I think we'll come to, to who's weight division. I think we'll come to who's not on the card mm. in this next match because it's Seth versus Triple H in an unsanctioned match or a non-sanctioned match. This I am very much looking forward to. I think this has been one of the best stories they've told over a prolonged period. I'm a huge, huge fan of Seth Rollins. You've got the T-shirt. Um, Triple H. Close personal friend. Yeah, my close personal friend, Paul. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a talented worker. He's the best in the business. Um, he's that damn good. But I don't know whether he'll put Seth over. <laughs> <laughs> still
3: don't know, even now. Yeah. Even now. Probably Trips doesn't know if he's going to put him over yet. He's probably deciding. Yeah. But- he'll probably decide on the day.
1: Now, there's been sort of Mick Foley's been involved in the storyline. He may he may appear. That might mean that Kurt Angle pops up as well. He's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. But the two biggest names, not on this pay per view at all, not even in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, are Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. And you think, John Ross, theory, that they're gonna yeah. they're gonna come along for this match?
2: I, I think it's the most it's the most logical thing. You know, you had um, uh, Samoa Joe as as Triple H's destroyer. Um, he's been very much in, involved in the Seth Rollins feud, uh, re-injuring or re-re-injuring, I can't remember, Seth's knee um, about a month or so ago. And Finn, before he came up to Main Ross, his final feud was against Samoa Joe. Finn returning from injury, he's um, there. There are shots of uh, of Finn and trips at a house show, I believe, the other day. They did a, a six man, players. didn't they? Yeah, they, or oh, that's it. Yeah, they did a mm. six man. Um, so yeah, I think it's the most it's the most logical way to reintroduce
1: Finn to WWE television. So you think Finn is going to be with Seth? Um, kind of, they're going to be best buds yeah, or something because I, I'm, I'm cause really they have got because Finn of course beat um, Seth for the universal title and um, mm. Seth bugged up his shoulder.
2: That's right. Yeah, but I, I I think that they're I think they're going to be buddies. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to that team. I think they can make a
1: fantastic little partnership. Do you think in this unsanctioned match that uh, Seth will be whipping out the buckle bomb, which he's used Ooh. to devastating effect on Finn Balor and Sting in, <laughs> uh, over the last two years. Would uh, you do that to your boss? I wouldn't do that
2: to my boss. No. <laughs>
1: no.
3: Maybe that's the point.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I'm looking forward to uh, Seth's potentially um, Seth's last use of the pedigree, though. I'm ready for him to, to, to get a new finisher after he's done with this feud.
1: Interesting. Point,
2: yeah. Yeah. It
3: would just be nice to have him back in the kind of rotation you know without you know if he can stay fit you know it'd be just nice to have him back in general isn't it i think
1: what sort of colours do you think seth is going to wear
2: <laughs> what's what's the wrestlemania colours this year blue and orange yeah here you go
3: compliment uh, Triple H's kind that's of black. Yeah, his well, his his entrance would be bigger than the Undertaker's.
1: Well, they are sponsored this year by Snickers. <laughs> and like, in, pre- in previous, it, it, when they were outdoors at San Francisco, and he did that Terminator entrance. That's because they had a partnership with. It's hilarious! It, it, it was, was Terminator kind of Genesis. Yeah, yeah. It's time to play the game.
2: <laughs> so, what do you, you reckon? like? That
1: that's my that Arnold good, impression. Yeah.
2: So, what do you reckon? Like, uh, Trips comes out in a big. Snicker bar, like rapper, like Steph comes out, unzips it, or something like that. (laughs) He just comes out carrying a giant peanut. (laughs) Steph pours a load of (laughs) (laughs) carrot. It could be filthy.
3: Use it as a foreign object. (laughs) It could be filthy.
1: (laughs) The next match I've got on my card in no particular order is Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. It's for the US title. Um, Now, this has hands down, been the best build-up. Been the best part yeah. of nine months, yeah. I'd say, since they've been best buds um, and all that. And of course, they fell out and uh, Jericho cost Kevin Owens his universal title against Goldberg, who will come on to shortly. When, when, when you say cost, he appeared on the entrance ramp. That's all it takes against <laughs>
3: Goldberg. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> you know,
2: that's one, just as I said, that's one of my like, like biggest bugbears about sort of WWE or just wrestling booking in general. When you get not, not to say that, well, Kevin Owens is a veteran, actually. He's been on the indie scene for yeah. years. But when you get, like, vet wrestlers who are supposed to be veterans, even in kayfabe, and they get cost a match just because somebody comes out onto the rampway, it's just, focus on your job. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's uh, that? Well,
1: and the giveaway, of course, is when the music hits. Yeah. So Yeah, you know. it's just, yeah in itself. <laughs> focus on the job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if someone was to walk in the door now, we'd stay professional and just keep talking
3: as long as that music didn't hit before we would be fine
1: <laughs> so so back to the match itself um, I mean Kevin Owens is for sure going to win this as Jericho's going back to Fozzie for a bit um, Jericho's been some say the best the best man on the roster for the last year maybe longer it's, this has been probably his best run
3: certainly the most entertaining yeah but it should be, it's a bit of a shame that it's kind of a foregone conclusion that KO is going over because Jericho does. It feels like he deserves a bit more than that, given mm. given how good he's been for the last year or so. Um, I'm kind of expecting both of them to put on a, a good match and be one of the, you know, in terms of like what you might look back on post Mania. It's kind of you wonder if this might be the one that got, you go. The rest of the card wasn't great, but this was. It has this one great match in it, and it could be. Could be this one.
1: Do you think they'll hug it out at the end? <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't know. I mean, no, I don't think. I think you know Owens I mean, will just be would be really mean i think he, i think they should make owens that you know they should you know get him properly healed up um and you know i don't want to say i don't want to see any softening of his hard man exterior but
1: he's he's massively cheered though so that's, i that's, think that's that they fine, he's sort the, of like he's like austin sort of yeah you know like, bad guy that they're that they're cheering but i think i think if they hug it out at the end mutual show of respect you know warrior warrior versus hogan Hogan versus anyone where he loses and and still hot dogs at the end and comes in to grab the limelight. Yeah. Well, we'll wait and see. Um, That brings us to uh, Shane O'Mac versus AJ Styles. Um,
2: Does anybody else feel really sorry for AJ that he's with a part-time? He deserves more, doesn't he? He does. You know, arguably best wrestler in the world. Biggest wrestling event of the year, and he's got the
1: boss's son, hasn't he? That said... This will be spectacular.
3: Yeah, but it'll be Shane
1: putting himself
3: over by doing something ridiculously dangerous rather
1: than... Where do you think AJ is going to do his stars clash? Where? Yeah. yeah. Where? <laughs> How high up? <laughs> After
2: this, do you think AJ can stay on SmackDown? Or do you think he's going to... Do you think in the next draft he's gone? Because I think... Storyline-wise, I just...
1: I don't see how it would... I think he's... He's, what, he's done his thing with Ambrose. He's done his thing with uh, with Cena. With The Miz by proxy and Baron Corbin and Elimination Chamber. Yeah, he's got to go to... He's got to go to Raw. They've got to mix things up anyway. He'd be excellent against Finn. He'd be excellent against Nakamura when he comes up. Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe. So many good opponents for, for AJ. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him up against Roman Reigns again soon. That was one of my favourite matches of the last 12 months. Um... Uh, which takes us to one of the two main title matches. It's Goldberg. We've we got
3: two. We've we got two matches left now.
1: Yes, okay. I'm sorry to say, it's Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. How long is it going to last? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, surely they'll have to do a proper match. This is where the this is where the
3: yeah. card gets kind of confusing and interesting because I I'm still convinced that that's going on last. I can't I can't see Orton and uh, Bray Wyatt no. being the final the final uh, the final match, because I just, the, the kind of last image of the lasting final image of Mania, I can't see it being either of them really sort of on the turnbuckle holding up the belt. So I, I suppose just, it could I be think. Roman Undertaker final match. They could maybe, do something maybe. like I, that,
1: yeah. I, I can't see these two but but I think as the, Brock, as the I, I lasting think image. Brock is almost certain to, to win, and.
3: Yeah. Um, but he
1: won't be around for the next couple of months. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. he yeah. might not even show up on Raw the next night. Well, well, that's
3: true. But at least he,
2: you know, he. Well, he'll have to, because he'll have the belt.
3: Well, he, what did he he gets paid. Yeah,
1: I mean,
2: last time he had the title he didn't shout very much, did he? No. It's,
1: yeah. Uh yeah.
3: well it's do it, c I I, 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 don't, I I'm quite in you know, it feels like a bit of an old school kind of feud in that they've you know, it's been going on for a bit of a while. They've like, in a way it's been old school because they haven't been sort of constant presences on, on T V in sort of um in tons of other matches and tag matches with each other and things. It's kind of... They have only had those kind of brief meetings, almost very like... Very brief. Yeah, very, very brief. Brief being the operative word. And it's almost like it has... It's sort of... It's stretched out, in a way, kind of, kind of nicely, nicely for me, anyway. Um, yeah, I, it's just going to be interesting. Like, you can't... It's hard to escape this sense that, like, Goldberg is... Will be knackered after, you know, a minute and a half at best... So will they? Will they just have to
1: do another short kind of? I can't. You can't match? do that. Recently. I think they will get booed out of the building, yeah, much like they did uh, the, the last time yeah. they, they faced yeah, well each they,
3: other. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't afford that. So,
1: do you think they'll show any clips from that in the build? No, they have faced <laughs> each other before, and maybe Stone Cold will be the special guest referee in this one as well. <laughs> um, can I? Can I read you something from uh, an interview that? Uh, goldberg did for gq magazine talking about how um how he's been preparing to get back into ring shape here you might have seen this um so he, he talks about having loads of protein some branch chain amino acids i've no idea what that means um in his six protein shakes every day and then he he's asked so what do you eat in the typical day when you're training as well and he says well, the first breakfast I had today, I had six servings of oatmeal, 20 blueberries and a couple of tablespoons of honey in it. Then I trained. Afterwards, I have 12 eggs with two yolks, six pieces of bacon, four pieces of gluten-free toast with avocado. Then a shake. It carries on. After that, I had two gluten-free pizzas with loads and loads of hamburger meat for protein on top. Then another shake. My son and I are about to go to Mai Thai, but on the way we're going to have some pho. That's Vietnamese soup, everybody. Um, some super noodles, some shrimp. Then I'll do some training at Muay Thai, and on the way home, we'll get some pho again for dinner because the wife hasn't eaten yet today. Then I'll do the family thing, and then I'll eat again. And you know what? He has to do that to get into shape to do two moves. <laughs> so? so you know, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy Yeah, it? it's I all hate the- all that just to prepare for this podcast <laughs> I, it's not that impressive <laughs> that's true that's true uh, I wonder what Lesnar's been taking before this match
2: I always imagined that Lesnar he gets deliveries of just like whole cows or something just to his you know little shack in the mountains and he just he eats whole cows That's just what he does yeah sort of gets put straps on the MMA gloves first to sort of tend-
3: tenderise <laughs> the meat and just eats them whole yeah
1: are, I, you excited? I, I, are you, are you excited fairly about this excited
3: match? By it? I don't, what, what do you think, John? You? Of, of the match? Yeah. Or of, um, I kind of like the <laughs> intrigue to, just to see what will happen because yeah. it's been so bizarre, the sort of two, or Goldberg's two kind of appearances and so I, far. I feel
2: that these guys aren't going to put, put on a wrestling clinic by any means they're going to have to pull out a surprise. And I think for such um, a massively hyped match, and su- a match that's built since whenever the WWE 2K17 came out, what, September or something? Since then, I feel like they're going to have to pull out a good surprise. And especially as well to erase um, bad memories of Sour Taste and Fans' mouths from their previous WrestleMania match. So yeah. I'm excited for that.
1: Um, I just don't know what that is. <laughs> I'll give is. I'll give you two good surprises which i would like to see what well, i've written down in my notes. i put samoa joe question mark because i'd really like to see him go up against lesnar but we think he's probably going to be involved in the triple h storyline and nakamura nakamura versus brock would be fantastic and they've they fought they've possibly fought in a cage before they've definitely fought in japan properly so uh, properly you know fake fighting properly but that would be very exciting going forward we'll see i think you know that will have to have some sort of like you say, some sort of fireworks at the end. Hulk Either... Hogan, maybe. Well, Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan has to come in at some point in Florida to make his big return. He's uh, he's a native of Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> is he not racist anymore? We, uh, maybe <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe it'll be like that. What was that WrestleMania where Bret won the title and then Hogan came in and that then nine. WrestleMania, WrestleMania nine? Yeah. Maybe it'd be like that again. So he comes in, he squashes Lesnar after Lesnar beats Goldberg, and there we go. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> new champion. Yeah, yeah. Gold, uh, Goldberg staggering to the back with Mr. Fuji's <laughs> flower in his eyes. Salt, not flower. <laughs> <salt,
3: laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry.
1: Um, the word. And that takes us to, ladies and gentlemen, to match number thirteen. What a card. Um, it's Bray Wyatt versus Randolph Orton. This has been a very, very strange build. When they were first thrown together, bit after Survivor Series, it was really rubbish. They did all the supernatural stuff. It was terrible. Um, some really, really hokey promos. Then it got better when um, when Orton joined the Wyatt family. Became, he became a much more interesting character there. Then they teased some tension with him and Luke Harper. And then it's become supernatural and shitty again. Like Bray's come out, you know, he's doing promos and skits and things without the title. You know, no one's really talking about the title for this match. Um, it's all all wrong, and I I don't know. Luke, you know, Luke Harper's not on the card anywhere. We're expecting him to come in. Maybe Sister Abigail comes in, even though she's dead. Is, but are we I don't gonna, want. We're going to see the WrestleMania main event. Big return of Eric Rowan. <laughs> Who, last year, what was he doing? What was he, he doing last year? He was getting beaten, was by, beaten by, the by The Rock By yeah, The Rock in so, the, yeah. the shortest match ever In the segment where someone was holding up a sign saying Hi, Producer Ben Which we fast-forwarded <laughs> <laughs> And someone took a screen grab and sent it to us Thank you very much, sir Anyway, this could be absolutely terrible
2: I'm, I, I find this, this whole thing And I find Luke Harper's involvement in this really confusing Because I'm not really sure... If, if, if Luke Harper were to make an appearance, I'm not really sure whose side he's supposed to be on. And he's been pushed as a face recently, but I'm guessing Randy's the, 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 the heel in this and Bray's sort of the tweener, but then Luke's sort of feuding with Bray at the same time, and, yeah, I don't know. No idea. It's a bit of a mishmash,
1: isn't it, yeah. really? I mean, Bray needs a long sort of CM Punk-style 434 days, I think it was. I think he needs a long run with the title to build him up as a proper... Cool character, a heel, a legitimate champion, particularly because of the way they've kind of cocked well, yeah, up the whole Wyatt family thing over, the last lost over, three, over years. and over again, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll give Randy the championship, which is, I think makes it number 11 for him. And then he'll probably be beaten by Cena again at the next pay per view. Yeah. Um, It'd be weird. I'd like to see IRS come out to the ring with... If he's the higher power, uh, <laughs> it could have.
3: Bray Wyatt has not been paying his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's, it is quite a hard, difficult one to get exci- excited about, isn't it, really? Um, well, for me, anyway, I can't... Yeah, I can't get... Uh, that's, and that's sort of why I can't, can't see it going on last, because I can't see it unless they've got something really peculiar and different up their sleeves
1: if we think about how bray uh how bray's performed at wrestlemanias and how the Wyatts have been mistreated <laughs> from from the very inception um you know last year the whites weren't on the card they came out for that ridiculous running we've just talked about with the rock and cena lost um in three seconds whatever it was uh the year before that bray was up against the undertaker he'd done all the heavy lifting in the uh in the build-up to that i think he'd really badly hurt his ankle before the match so it was you know it was a good job that he he went out there and did kind of as well as he did but it was it was a nothing match that went nowhere and he lost that and before that it was up against Cena and he lost that. So Bray has never had a WrestleMania moment. Maybe he's the anti Undertaker. Yeah, that that's case. the real
2: streak, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, there was talk a few years ago of, of um, Taker passing the torch to Bray, so
0: there you
2: go. <laughs> Just the,
3: the shitty torch. <laughs> the shitty torch, of yeah. looting. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: torch with no light. <laughs> He'll be
3: Owen 21 somewhere down the line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well. I think that uh, that brings us to an end for our WrestleMania preview. Uh, if you thought this was long, just wait till you watch it and you hear our take on it afterwards. Uh, are you going to watch the Hall of Fame as well? Might do. It's on a different day. That's all right. I've watched it, and everyone cries, and everyone wears yeah. wears suits. It's uh, it's it's quite entertaining. Um, Undertaker doesn't. Doesn't make everyone cries, so. everyone
2: wears seats. So like a funeral is what you mean. A bit,
1: yeah, but <laughs> no, happy tears. Going into the Hall of Fame this year, we've got Kurt Angle, the Rock and Roll Express, Beth Phoenix, a.k.a. Mrs Edge, ravishing Rick Rude belatedly, uh, Teddy Long, bleh, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he's done a lot behind the scenes. but He's been there for an awful long time. As a, he was a referee, yeah, referee wasn't referee, he? Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, WWE announced that they've kind of got some... Uh, I forget the, the correct term. These are it's basically people you probably haven't heard of, but... Are deserving of a place if the Hall of Fame was a legitimate thing. This, these are the people who should be there. I'm going to read these out to you. Toots Mont, Luther Lindsay, Ricky Dozen, that's like a Japanese name rather than Ricky Dozen, Farmer Burns, yep, Dr. Jerry Graham, June Byers, Betty Grable, and Haystacks Calhoun. Big shout out for Giant Haystacks. There you go. Anyway, uh, I recommend who's, watching who 's
3: Who's, who's um, accepting on behalf of Ravishing Rick, the ravishing one. Probably Jake the Snake's Rick- wife.
1: No, it's Ricky Steamboat. Is it? No. Yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. Well, that Dick good Blood, him, <laughs> as he's known to his family. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Richard Blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he could have had a completely different gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> she wrapped things up there? Yes. I'm sure. knackered. You're hungry. Yeah. 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 John Ross, thank you for making this a three-way dance. Um, yeah, it's been good. You've elevated things. You've brought the best out of us and uh, thank you everyone for listening you can follow me at Green, Green on Twitter you can follow John where do we find uh, you? at
2: John underscore Ashdown and I'm John Ross no H underscore Swaby
1: how do you spell Swaby?
2: S-W-A-B-Y like baby
1: okay I, I think I introduced you as Swarby
2: well we're going to feud over that in coming podcasts I'm sure
1: okay hmm. it's ownership of the name yeah <laughs> okay well it's been great fun thank you very much indeed everyone uh, share, subscribe, rate, review if you want uh, we'll be back in a couple of days to give you the rundown of Wrestlemania 33, the ultimate thrill ride. This has been Parts Unknown. Thanks for listening.